Well, today we're going to be doing some cloning, but this is going to be a different type of video because it isn't going to be a video. It's going to be audio. And the audio is going to come into play of how I actually cut my clones and start everything from scratch. So the mother plant I have in question is in front of me is actually been growing under a, a very light PPFD. So what I mean is photosynthetic flux density is the amount of photons actually hitting this plant to keep it in a low veg state. So it's quite well. It's in my kitchen window, actually. And above that is an LED light that I bought from Home Depot. So uh, just a basic LED light um, for your kitchen. But it actually has a full MACV curve in a sense that it, it has full light spectrum that it's actually looking for for plants. Great for vision, but also good for low growth. This is not going to grow your plants. It's not going to be anything great, but it does keep them in a vegetative state. So I'm able to take clones from my plant every six months instead of having excessive growth, like I do have in a big grow room. So when I decide I want to take a few of my cuts of 15 or 20 cuts, it's always accessible to me. Um, I've actually even had it in a drip system by putting it into my sink of my bathroom with the same light bulb above there, the sun coming through the kitchen window. And this is coming through the bathroom window. And then it was actually just dripping slowly so it wouldn't dry out. So these are little steps that I've taken over the years to ensure that I've had the same plant. I've had the same plant since 2005. That's 17 years with the same strain growing my same medicine for my conditions, which has been quite rewarding to be able to have the same medicine whenever I need it. When say medicine, well, we're going to say the good way we phrase this because I know this might have, but for the same plant that I'm using over and over for what I enjoy. So as I get into that, I actually have a cloning train. When I do my cloning, I actually do the cloning by boiling water first. And I do that by just a simple pot on the stove, add water, turn on the thing. Everybody does that. And you can hear the stove turning on. So we're going to turn on the stove. We're going to boil some water. We're going to boil water enough to actually fill up the tray, depending on what you're doing. If you're doing a full tray, I'm actually, I, I always fill up 50 because that's what I do. I have fun with that. And then I have my cuttings from the couple different moms that I'm working with. So the one in particular was the original Medi. That's the one I've had for years. <clears throat> and then I also have one from cuttings from outside. I've had cuttings from that one too that I actually keep in a cup. So I've taken the cuttings from those from outside. I put them into a cup. Of course, I always have my cup. It's a, the proof is in the puffin, and I put a nice solid mug and I fill it full of water and I put that in there. I use a stem root number. Well, just I use stem root pro mix actually. It's a rooting powder that I get from 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 stem mix. I mean from pro mix, I should say, but it's the new stem root formula that I've been using. So I used to use stem root number three, but it's don't change to this product. And of course, um, I have heating mats and I actually, I actually have a little, um, metal, uh, rack that I actually got actually from Home Depot once again. And I put an LED light in there that's three feet long, two and a half feet long, the same width of the tray, which makes it really convenient. And you can, I actually just got that at my local hydroponic store here in Mission, uh, P&W Gardening Supplies. Dan hooked me up like always. Um, and the peats, I just get basically peat pucks. So this way, when I use the boiling water, they're sterilized. That steams them up. I put my lid on top of that. I also get hard trays. So I don't get the flimsy trays. I actually spend the extra dollar or $3 to get the hard trays because I plan on growing for the rest of my life. That's why I have these hard trays. So it gets it really easy to use and understand why I use hard trays. 
Um, and then once I put the boiling water in there, I put the dome on top. Now, like I said, so when I'm going to do, say, 50 peats, I'm going to probably put in about four liters of water as those uh, steam up, a full kettle. I'm going to do about, probably about two liters of water. Let's rephrase that. So you know to a point when they're actually saturated enough that there isn't really any water in the tray, but they're soaked enough that they're going to be able to withstand uh, enough moisture in the puck so that I can actually help the plant or say the clone that we've cut from i peel so you can either cut with a knife or a pair of scissors or a razor blade or you can peel from the stalk and then cut that off so i have two different methods i find the peeling method works to 100 percent. i find other methods all work depending on you know how much love you put into the plant let's just say so when i'm actually doing that and when i get things ready for all of this my my main way of doing everything is is I actually have a plate and when I get the plate out and 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 certain things with one plant this is the one that I reveg so I actually had to actually you can hear me cutting on the plate here so what I'm doing is I'm cutting all the the bottoms off the bottom and this is the one where I'm cutting below the node when I say below the node it is when you see a leaf coming out of there you don't want to cut above where the leaf has come up you cut on the bottom and you cut on a 45. Some people actually cut it in half. Some people, um, they they actually like cut a little bit more. And then we dip it back into water. I always put the stem root onto the side so it's actually mixed on the side so I can just dip into it so I don't dip into the jar. So I always have a little container off to the side. And I always, once I cut it, I dip it into the water and that way we get no oxygen and cotton inside of there. And then with that, it can go directly into my peat which makes my life pretty convenient because I have everything sitting right beside me. So I'm able to do this at, actually, I'm standing up. And when I grab my peat, I can pick up the peat, I give it a squish, and I can stick it right into the peat. Then I give it a, a squish, and that actually doesn't have enough moisture in here right now, and I can feel that because it's coming apart. So I actually want to add a little bit more moisture to my tray. You'll be able to see that. So when you have your peat, you want to be able to squeeze it and get moisture out of it. And if you don't get moisture out of it, there's not enough moisture inside of that peat. So this peat has actually got no moisture and i'll try the other ones and this one no moisture either so i'm going to add more water to this and then come back in like five or ten minutes boil some more water and i can get into these steps but see these are some of the things that, as you're doing things and this is kind of like live so as i'm doing this I'm, I'm finding these little things that are happening so i can actually just grab water which is quite nice because i have some here with me that i can pour on here so i'm going to heat up well not heat up i'm going to pour the water on some of these and get them nice and wet so they can continue doing what I'm doing here and as I get those going I'm only going to be doing probably about 10 clones at this point maybe I think I had 10s out of here and it really just ensures that I keep my strain alive and, and then once I have that I'm actually I'll keep one out of here and, and and this time around, guys, we're actually going to be doing something uh, a little bit better. Is So I'm going to get into a point where I'm actually going to take this and we're going to create a feminized run for myself because I want to make sure I always have my strain. And and when I do that, what I mean is, and I can also, when I talk about peeling too, because when I grab the stock and cut a stem off, I actually can peel it off. And when I peel it off, it actually runs like a tail on there. So when I get that tail, I actually cut that tail off. And with that, it's almost like there's a taproot coming in there. So once again, I always dip into water and then I uh, dip my stuff right directly into the rooting powder. And then of course, I go back over to my puck 
stick it in there. And now that I have enough water, I can feel it was water coming out. It drips underneath. So that ensures I have a really good puck that's ready to go and perfect. So that's kind of where I'm, I'm really happy with that right now. So um, that makes me pretty excited. Because I know that I'm sharing, I'm doing things here that I know is going to work perfect because I've done this so much over the last decade. Um, once again, I, I cut oh, just below the note. I cut on a 45. Sometimes I'll cut some of the leaf a little bit off just because I don't want them sticking in the other plants. So depending on what I'm doing and how I feel. But normally I just do the 45. I cut below the node and then I go right into my peat. And when I do my peat, I always, that one, I always make sure that they're nice and wet. So I want to make sure that it's got the, it's got the drip. I, I make sure it's dripping out. That makes me very happy and then I can have it ready. So, and you know what? This is just a system I keep doing. I've been doing this for years and years. And uh, at a point right now, just because the way life is, I'm going to kind of, kind of keep going here. And when, right now I grabbed one out that was actually pretty long. It's got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven in and out spacings on it what i mean is you can see the the different parts of where the leaf where the branches have came out of this before because it was a revenge so i can see how long this is and i'm going to cut down one two three four nodes down and that's where i'm going to cut from that so depending on where you want some people go below so i know with this one here i can go four nodes down from the top and then i can just shave that top of that node that was being cut on a 45 again and and i actually am filming this so you might be able to see this on and this is a podcast I might put on my, my, my YouTube or maybe on an Instagram or something, but we'll see if we can find out exactly where this can go. But as I actually do this, I'm in my kitchen, of course, headphones on, just because I needed to do this. And, and it's important that I continue to have my medicine. I do two crops a year. It works out really well for me. The same strain I've been growing, like I said, for almost... Well, my fall was in 2005, and I've had the I've had this strain ever since. This is 2022. So once I found what worked for me, it was something I always called my Christmas Kush. It was the and uh, and there's a story behind medical Kush, Medi Kush. It's actually on cannabis culture. You can just Google that. You can also find the strain on seedfinder.eu. a little story on, on medical cushion, how it became my medicine and how I love the strain so much. And, and over the years, I've stayed with the same strain because A for one, it works. And uh, as I kind of cut some of these bottom leaves off on an angle just because I find this one's pretty big. And then it's also pretty thick on the branch. So I'm going to give it a little shave on it. And then I'm going to re-dip it in the water here. And uh, so you got different different sizes of you see the stalk and you'll see that um i always say some of them get a little harder and then so with that i like to give a little shave just to ensure it's more of the top of the plant so that's this one in particular so i've actually got about five done here right now so as i've gone through these processes and talk you through it and just try to get the best actually how I'm doing everything. Like I said, I use a plate. I use a razor blade. I, I put the Promix. I always put it into the lid of, of my, my container. I always have a cup of water sitting beside me. And then when I actually, when I cut my clones, I put them into a cup of water at the first or how I peel them, wherever I'm going to take them off. Sometimes I'll just lay them on a plate so then I know exactly which ones I'm going to be working with. And, and a plate, like I use a long, like a, a triangular plate. So not a round plate, just the one I have. 
Um, and then when, of course, when I put things on the plate, uh, that's why I like cutting on the plate. And when I cut below the note, I always cut on a 45. I use a straight razor blade or a pair of really sharp scissors. Um, once I cut it, I dip it back into water again. So it's really important that we actually make sure we dip it back into the water. I dip it right into the rooming. I'm using rooting powder. Now, some people use gels. I used to use both. I mean, it all depends on what exactly you're looking for. Uh, accent in what store has. Um, I like the powder. It works for me. So does, so does, so does the gel. I've used both, so I've never had a problem. When I stick it into the peat, the first thing I do is I give that peat a, a, a squeeze. Now, if it doesn't have dripping water, I'm not going to use it. I want to have, like like running out of your paws, you want to have like a 5% runoff of your peat when you're squishing it. That way you know there's enough water in it to ensure that over the next five days, as you get these things ready before I actually sometimes have to rewater again, getting these ready for roots. So that is my little tutorial when we finish putting that on we put the of course dome over top of the plants so we get a clear dome you can get your clear dome you can get most of this at any hydroponic store for for cloning you can say i need some stuff for cloning and they'll hook you all up with everything you get yourself a nice little led light that's today's technology um and then you have it sitting on a heating mat so right now i'm using the super sprot well it's a seedling heat mat so and i've had the other one so i always say make sure you have a heating mat guys it's really important to have a heating mat because you'll find out it's going to help your rooting you're going to see better growth and you're going to see your plants doing a lot healthier so that's just my quick tutorial on how to root clones hope you have a fantastic time cutting rooting like i say um and don't put it directly into the boiling peat let it steam up give it 20 minutes to cool down ensure there's a nice little dome of moisture underneath of um well inside your dome so those plants are actually in a, a an aquarium type setting it's kind of like they're in this uh jungle right they have to be hot and humid there you guys go have a great day oh this is john burfello listen to john burfello's podcast and this is um episode number four doing it guys so we're starting from seed we're talking about seed hunting we're talking about cloning we're talking about growth for 2022